Thank you for joining us for another lesson from God's Word. The West Huntsville Church of Christ at Providence is located at 1519 Old Monrovia Road, Northwest, Huntsville, Alabama, 35806. Anytime you're in the Huntsville area, we hope you'll stop in and be part of our worship. Sunday morning worship is at 9 o'clock, with Bible class immediately following. Sunday evening worship is at 5. Midweek Bible study is held Wednesdays at 7. Our scripture reading for this evening comes from Luke, the 22nd chapter, verses 17 through 20. I'll be reading for the New King James Version. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. God is good. All the time. God is good all the time. God is good all the time. Uh, I guess this is uh, somewhat of uh, a surprise to some that I'm up here tonight. But Brother Glenn was not feeling well today. And after Bible study, Brother Paul came up to me and he said, DeMar, Glenn's not feeling well. He said, could you preach tonight? I said, I'd be glad to. And so, but let's, pr- let's pray for Glenn that he'll get to feeling better and that uh, he'll be real well and strong in just a day or so. Uh, and and <laughs> wasn't that a magnificent sermon today that he preached? We need to know something here at West Hunt. Uh, Glenn wasn't feeling well, and he preached that sermon today. We, we have one of the best gospel preachers in our brotherhood right here at the West Huntsville Church of Christ. And we need to give God glory and thanks for him in our prayers continually. He is an outstanding gospel preacher. We've been singing living by faith. We've been singing victory in Jesus. And you know, this is the first Lord's Day of the new year. We are setting sail. We are launching out into another year. And we need to, in 2024, we need to live by faith. We need to have victory in Jesus. You know, we need in 2024 to have a strong faith. A faith is so strong that we are literally driven to be fully pleasing to the Lord. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in your knowledge of the Lord. Now, it's not enough to just please the Lord. This text says we are to fully please the Lord. Brother Bill Eads recently taught First Corinthians, uh, rather Colossians 1 at verse 10 in our Bible class. He did a marvelous job in that 
presentation. And I remember how he emphasized this particular verse, uh, that it's not enough to just please the Lord. We need to fully please the Lord in every way. As we launch out into 2024, let's enjoy victory living. You know, God wants us to live victorious lives. In 1 John 5 and verse 4, For whoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Our faith. If we are to overcome the world, we must have of faith. Now, not just faith. What we need is a huge faith. What kind of faith do you have? Could you say, oh, listen, I have a huge faith. You know, I'm reminded of the preacher who got up and he said, I don't really know where to start. And a little boy in the congregation stood up and said, could you start somewhere near the end. <laughs> so what I'm going to do tonight is try to start somewhere near the end. I want to talk to you tonight about a journey into the unknown. We are already launched. We've already set sail into an unknown journey. We don't know what 2024 holds. Is there anyone in the auditorium tonight that can stand right now and tell us everything that's going to happen to you in 2024? Why, certainly not. Not an individual could do that tonight. You see, we don't know what 2024 holds for any of us. It may be a mixed bag of good and bad, success and failure. We must realize that we have no way of knowing what is to transpire in our journey in the year 2024. We may experience things in this coming year that we will get discouraged, downhearted. We, uh, when things go bad, as they sometimes do, when things are pressing us down a bit, when we get discouraged and, and, and disappointed, we need to realize that our God is with us in the difficulties of life. And when that happens, let me tell you a little story that might be helpful to you if you experience some discouraging things and disappointing things in this year of 2024. There was a man who was the lone survivor of a shipwreck, and he was washed ashore on an uninhabited island. This man prayed daily for God to, to deliver him. He prayed for God to send someone to rescue him. 
Every day he would go and he would scan the horizon looking for a ship. Day after day after day he looked for that ship, but it did not come. This man was discouraged and disheartened. And he had gathered driftwood from the beach and he had built him a little hut. And uh, the little hut was not much to it, but it protected him from the sun and the wind and the rain. And a few of the items that he had been able to collect that he considered his own. And one day when he was out scavenging for food, he came back and to his hut. And he looked at that hut and as he approached it, he realized it was on fire. The flames were going up into the sky and the, the black smoke began to bellow and, 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 and puff up into the sky. He couldn't believe his eyes. He was so disapp disappointed. He was shocked. Oh, all of a sudden he felt, I've lost everything. And he looked up at the heavens and he said, Oh God, why could you do this to me? God, why did you do this to me? I've lost everything. That night, he went to bed angry, frustrated, disappointed, he kept saying in his mind, how could God do this to me? And then the next morning, he was awakened by a ship's horn as it approached the island to rescue him. After he got on the ship, he asked his rescuers, he said, how did you know I was here? They said, oh, yesterday we saw your smoke signals. What is the moral of this little story? The moral of this little story is this. We need to remember that when things go wrong, as they often do, when things are all awry and mixed up in our lives, when we are experiencing pain and suffering, and maybe we think at that time in our life that our little hut is burning to the ground. Remember, it might be that it's, that's the very signal that will bring the grace and the mercy and the love of God into our lives. God operates in our pain and in our suffering. We need to realize that God loves us. 1 Peter 5 and 7, the Bible says God cares for us. God cares. Young people, God cares for you. God loves us all. And in times of difficulty and sometimes pain and sometimes suffering, God is working providentially in our lives. Too many times we think God is way off out yonder. Little concern with us. But that's a tragic mistake. I want you to listen to me tonight on this next point that I'm about to make because I believe it's an important one. If you are a child of the living God, God is working every day in your life 
providentially. Now, I didn't say sometimes. I said he's working every day in your life. There are many members of the church that I have learned over my years of being a member of the body of Christ. They do not understand that point. They just don't get it. They just don't think about it much. But God, this is, this is important to know. God is working every single day in our lives providentially. How? Well, the Bible tells us all things work together for good to them who love the Lord, who are the called according to His purpose. Well, how does everything work together for our good? God makes it work together for our good. How does He do that? He does it through His providence. The great leader Moses has died. And the Lord God has chosen Joshua to lead his people, the Israelites, into the land that flowed with milk and honey, the land of Canaan. The Israelites are camped on the east side of the river of Jordan. And they are about to go across the river Jordan and into the land of milk and honey, the land of Canaan. God has repeatedly told Joshua, I will be with you, and I will never forsake you. Take your Bible, please, and let's look at Joshua chapter 1 now, and look at verses 5 to 7. And by the way, if you don't mind, keep your Bible marked to that chapter, Joshua chapter 1. We're going to be in Joshua a bit tonight. Joshua 1, verses 5 through 7. He says, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Listen to it. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. He says, do not, my, uh, he says, do not turn to it from the right to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Now notice, in Joshua 1.5, he said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. Do you realize that God has basically told us Christians today the very same thing? And I want you to know something. Joshua believed what God was telling him. Joshua 1, 6, he says, be strong and of good courage. In Joshua 1, 7, he says, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do all according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. So as we launch out into 2024, I want to say to you, be strong. Be of good courage. 
listen to me, be very courageous. Now, he doesn't just say be courageous. Nothing is in the Bible accidentally. Every word is important. He didn't just say be courageous. He said be very courageous. And that's what the Lord wants of us today. As we Christians here at West Huntsville and our brothers around the, and sisters around the brotherhood, as we all launch out into this new year, we, we need to be courageous. Yes, we need to be very courageous. Don't turn to the right hand or to the left hand in serving the Lord this year in 2024. Now, we need to do more in 2024. We need to do more in 2024. I think a good motto for the West Huntsville Church of Christ for this year is do more in 24. Do more in 24. Now here are some suggestions that I believe will strengthen you as you enter this uncharted territory that we are in right now this year of 2024. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6. Love the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. Mark 12 and verse 30. Love your brethren and your neighbors. John 13, 34 and 35. Mark 12 and verse 20. Jesus said, by this shall all men know that you're my disciples if you have love one for another. So we need to let love abound in our lives in 2024. We need to do good unto all men and especially unto those of the household of faith. Galatians 6 and verse 10. Now when he says in that text, do good unto all men, Young people, when he says, and especially unto those in the household of faith, what he's saying is this, then those that, the all men, the all men must be those that are not members of the church. Because he goes on to say, and especially to those of the household of faith. So you see, we need to learn. I, there are those in, in life, and, and there are some in the church, oh, you can't do good uh, helping non-Christians. We can only help those in the church. Nothing's further from the truth. The Bible just does not teach that kind of doctrine. <laughs> the Bible tells us to love all men, do good unto all men, and especially to those in the household of faith, those who wear the name of Christ, we are to be especially good to them. Another thing you need to do in 2024 to please the Lord, to be fully pleasing to Him, you need to attend the assemblies of this congregation. You need to attend church worship to God. Why do you come to church to worship God? It's to exhort, to edify, and to build up one another. That's why we're here tonight, to draw strength from each other. Oh, listen, that's a great blessing. And as we enter this new year, which we've already set sail, we've already launched out, let us be sure that we do that very thing. Now, 
Be steadfast in prayer is another thing we need in this year. Romans chapter 12, 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 17. We need to increase our knowledge of the Word of God. How do you do that? By reading, by studying, by attending Bible classes, yes, by hearing preaching. You know we're living in a day and age where what I'm doing is not very popular. Preaching has kind of, in some places, has kind of fallen in bad, in bad light. People are wanting less and less preaching. But I tell you, the Bible still says it is through the foolishness of preaching that men can be saved. And so we need more preaching in 2024, not less of it. So increase your knowledge of the Word of God to the very best of your ability. In Joshua uh, chapter 24, verses 14 through 33, Joshua commanded the people to serve the Lord, and 15 times, 15 times in those verses, you have the word serve or served. We are to be servants. Listen. We want to be like Jesus. And Jesus had the heart of a servant. He said he came to serve and to minister. Jesus Christ had the heart of a servant. We need to be like our Lord. We need to have the heart of a servant. Listen to Joshua 24, 15. Joshua said, and if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, Choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your father served on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I hope and pray everybody here in this assembly tonight, I pray that your desire will be this. As for me... And my house, we will serve the Lord. The, pre the people of Israel, they learned a crucial lesson under the capable leadership of Joshua. They learned that victory comes through faith in God. Victory comes by obedience to God. So we need, in this year that we're now in, we need faith and obedience couple those together and we'll be able to accomplish great and wonderful things in this year that we're now in we need to say as we set sail into 2024 as for me and my house we will serve the Lord you know the Israelites learned that Victory comes through faith in God and obedience to His Word. Listen to 1 John 5, 4. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Our faith. Our faith will give us victories in 2024. Now you know the Apostle Paul was the chief of sinners. He said of himself in 1 Timothy 1.15, 
This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I'm chief. Oh, the Apostle Paul felt that he was the chief of sinners. Well, why did he feel that way? Well, Paul had persecuted the church. He had put people to death. He had imprisoned people. And so the Apostle Paul felt of himself as being the chief of sinners. Paul said in Philippians 3, 13 and 14, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and pressing on toward those things which are before. I press on toward the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. You know, there are many in the church that are struggling with their past life. Many in the church struggle for years and years with their past sins. They're always looking back. They're always looking back. And some, sadly, they look back with longing. They look back so long they want to go back. I want to say to all of us here tonight, don't look back. Oh, listen to me. Don't look back. The race is before you. The race of the Christian endeavor, the race of the Christian life is ever before us. And we need to press on toward the prize of the high calling of God. In Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1, Therefore we also, since we are compassed about by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down on the right hand of the throne of God. I say to you tonight, the race is before you. Don't run backwards in 2024. <laughs> Don't run backwards in 2024. Don't you dare go back to that old way of living. Don't even look back. Listen to me. Listen to me. If you look back long enough, you're sure to go back. Lay aside every weight. And the sin that easily besets you. And run with patience the race that is set before you. Not behind you, before you. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. The Apostle Paul and, and Brother Glenn, and I think it was mentioned even in the Bible class, the sermon... But the Apostle Paul said to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 13 and 14, something I think will be very helpful to each of us. I believe that it should help us. Paul said to the Corinthians, he said, Watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. 
Let all that you do be done in love. Now that is a wonderful, wonderful exhortation for 2024. Watch. We need to watch in 2024. He says, stand fast. Stand fast in what? Stand fast in the faith. Then he says, you be brave. Be strong. And I love that latter part. He says, let all that you do be done in love. Oh, how sweet that is. Let all that you do be done in love. Just think what a world we would have if people, all they did was done in love. So as we enter 2024, watch, be strong, be brave, let all that you do be done in love. Live 2024 with these two scriptures in your mind and your heart. In Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Do we believe that? I remember when I was just a young man, and I hadn't been in the church very long. I would go out and try to do personal work. I, I was knocking on doors to try to study with people. And before I would go to that door, I would say to myself, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I was getting up my courage, young people. But Jesus said, I'm with you. You see, God said to Joshua, I am with you. I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. Doesn't that sound like a, a passage over in the New Testament that, that applies to us? The Great Commission is given, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And then Jesus said, he said this. It's the same thing that God promised Joshua in the long ago. He said, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature, and lo, I am with you always even unto the end of the world. Are you talking about assurance? That's blessed assurance. I have preached the gospel all of these years. In Matthew the 28th, chapter 18 to 20, just, it, has, it has been a, a force that's just basically eaten me up in life. And, and, and the New Testament, Mark 16, 15, Go ye! That's go demar. And I knew it meant go demar. Go demar into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And then he says, Lo, now demar, I'll be with you in all that you do to the end of the world. Oh, blessed assurance. That's blessed assurance. And all of us should desire to have blessed assurance in our lives. So, Philippians 4, 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. We need to rejoice in the Lord in 2024. We, all of us Christians, we, we need to live lives rejoicing in the Lord. We have every reason in the world to rejoice. 
Listen, the victory is ours. We know the end of the story. God wins. Christ wins. Christians win. So we need to rejoice in the Lord always. Put your trust in the Lord in 2024. And then I want to close with the words of the Apostle Peter. Peter said in 2 Peter 1, 10 and 11, Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never stumble, but an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, I didn't learn that I was going to speak tonight until after Bible study today. But in that interim period, I've been praying. I said, oh, God, help me tonight. That if there's a single person in this auditorium tonight that hasn't obeyed the gospel, that some way, somehow, we can influence that individual or those individuals to obey the gospel and to do it now. Won't it be a wonderful thing in your life if you are not a Christian here tonight that you obey the gospel on the very first Sunday of this year? That you leave here tonight in a covenant and sweet relationship with God and if you don't make it home because of traffic or hard or whatever, it'll be well with your soul. Won't it be great tonight if you're not a member of the church and you become, you obey God, you're baptized, your, your sins are washed away in the blood of the Lamb as the Bible teaches. And to know that in 2024, all is well with your soul. You're in Christ. You're in the fold of safety. If you're here and you're a wayward member of the church, you haven't been doing what you know you need to do. Why not turn that around tonight? Oh, I've been praying for you today that if there's anybody here that, that their life has not been what it should be, if you've not been really doing the things that Christ wants you to do, change that. We're launching out into the unknown right now. It's an unknown journey. Joshua warned the people. He said, you have not passed this way before. And that's what I'm saying to you in this message tonight. You have not passed this way before. We are traveling in the unknown. And we need to anchor our hearts, our lives, our souls in Christ. Will you do that? Will you start off this year right? Really, it's in your hands. Will you come while we stand and while we sing? We hope you have enjoyed this lesson from God's Word. If you would like to continue your study of New Testament Christianity, please send your name and address to World Bible School. West Huntsville Church of Christ, 1519 Old Monrovia Road, Northwest, Huntsville, Alabama, 35806. Or if you prefer, send your name and address by email to wbs at westhuntsville.org.